0: Phil Lewis is here. So exciting. I've waited a long time for this one, and it's finally going to happen. So I am a huge LA Guns fan, and I assume you are too if you're listening to this one. Uh, But before we get to Phil, real quick, if you could make sure to subscribe and like this video if you're watching on YouTube. Yes, I know I'm being annoying if you're uh, a regular listener to the show. You probably heard me say this a million times. Uh, Or if you're listening on Spotify or anywhere else, uh, I think you can also follow or subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any future episodes. I would appreciate that. Uh, thank you so much. Now, back to Phil and LA Guns. They've got a new album out. It's called Checkered Past. And the four songs that I've heard so far are all really good. And I really like all the new albums they've put out since the reunion, Missing Peace, Devil You Know. It's great stuff. So it's it's LA Guns, but with a modern sound. And the songwriting and the production are great. And in this interview, Phil is very candid about the new record and his and Tracy's uh, checkered past, shall we say. And I only had about 30 minutes with him. But if you're an L.A. Guns fan, you're going to love this. Uh, Please do not leave me any comments about me smiling or nodding too much. Yes, I know. I am a huge L.A. Guns fan. And again, he's the singer, so I'm not going to contain my excitement in this one. I have a lot of fun, and I think you will too. Enjoy it. Well,, uh, welcome to the show, so i you I heard you say you don't like doing interviews because you're afraid that you might say something you're not supposed to, or something like that. Well I always say something I'm not <laughs> supposed to and,
1: and then And then you know that ends up as being you know the the main headline in in an interview. you know i I could be talking about growing apples uh, and 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 mention something, you know, an offhand remark about Don Duckin or something. <laughs> and and that, becomes, that becomes the headline. So, yeah, you got to be careful. So I don't do interviews uh, unless I'm promoting something. Unless, you know, we've got an album out or doing getting a tour lined up or anything. Because it just, um, it, it, it can come back and bite you. You know, you got got a lot of, you know, nasty people out there that really sure. revel.
0: Yeah, but in, in, any press is good press, right? Isn't that that's, that's some people's theory now, anyways? No, oh, no, 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 no. I don't think so. Okay. You know, I, I, you know
1: maybe when you're starting out, um, but no, it's, it's, it, uh, it has to be good press because yeah. that's, that's, that's what we're worthy of. I mean, sure. we're a good press. Band.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about the new stuff. Uh, the newest song can't, well, actually, I think this is actually not the newest cause you just released get along today, but cannonball. I love this. This is a badass, like, opening riff. Who came up with that riff? And why did you shave the mustache? Because that was so awesome. Um, uh, yes, yeah, thank you very much. Um,
1: I, uh, Johnny, Johnny Martin came up with that riff. Okay. Uh, he, he, he brought that one in, and uh, it sounds fantastic. Um, the mustache, wow. Yeah, that was, that was epic, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, the story is, uh, when this whole business this whole plague, a pandemic, uh, lockdown. Uh, I, I decided I wasn't going to shave mm. um, until my next gig, assuming that it might be a month or two. I didn't realise it was going to be like a year plus, mm. so I hadn't shaved. It just you know, I, I shaved the bottom part because I just couldn't bear that. Um, but yeah, I just let the mustache grow, and 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 I've never had anything like that. And I got the full Stonewall Jackson, didn't I? I got the Civil War shots and everything. Yeah, and, and, and that worked really, really well um, for the for the theme, the pirate theme yes. of uh, of Cannonball. Um, and it was almost like I'd been growing it specifically for that. And right. and, and in a way, maybe maybe uh, I just made use of of, of it, and um, and I shaved it. Right after, I, I, after the shoot, uh, well, um, right after I finished Cannonball and I had to start um, Get Along. So yeah. I, I, I started Get Along, fresh face. I, I shaved in, in like, I shaved that, what took me like a year to grow, took me about 35 seconds to shave with a
0: razor. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. get a, get yeah. a, yeah. Sorry, go on.
1: No, I was just, you know, it was just, it was a useful prop, but uh, I was, it's a it, big relief get it off you know I, I don't like that stuff on my face
0: but, right no i agree it's uh i i'm the same way um so but the other songs knock me down i think this song yeah. it's, it's like kind of like a classic almost like acdc riff uh, uh acdc ish riff what are the but what are the lyrics a reference to with knock me down what is that something did you come up with those just about you know getting
1: getting not down but getting right back up again, you know, kind of like that. I'm still standing mm.
0: kind of a vibe,
1: and and uh, uh, just you know, like standing your ground and 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 not um and not buckling, uh, basically. You know, the songs aren't about anybody specifically, they're just you know, like themes, themes, yeah, and and and, and they um. The, the, the biggest influence uh, lyrically uh, are, are just, it's the music, you know, the, the, the vibe of the music. And, and yeah, you know, that, that when it started, it does, it's very ACDC. Uh, and, and of course, you know, if you're going to steal, steal from the best. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, you know, that I wanted to, I wanted to do something a little bit different. You know, I wanted to come in low with that opening line of the, of the verse, you know, and, and, and instead of just like belting it out right from out the gate. Uh, I wanted it to to, um, to build, you know. To, yeah. It's uh, a snow snowball, and by the time it got to the chorus, it's full on screaming uh, voice.
0: Yeah, no, that um, one's uh, that one's great. And then yeah. uh, you mentioned "Get Along." It's kind of like I don't even yeah. know how I would describe. It. Maybe it's like I wanted to say like bluesy or country, but it's almost got like a '90s alternative vibe to it. But I noticed in the video, there's there's that Eddie Van Halen wall on it what so are you a big fan i'm sure tracy was uh but why'd you guys put that in the video
1: um well i i wasn't there when they when tracy shot the video mm. uh, the album was recorded remotely and, right. and uh the, the video was, was pretty much the same thing they recorded theirs uh, they shot their their footage in in la i shot mine in vegas oh.
0: so i
1: wasn't there i i i couldn't um tell you uh, what's going on with the Eddie Van Halen wall. Uh, but yeah, he's big, big, big disciple. Tracy loves Eddie loved him personally. And and you know, be- they became really good friends. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's great. When when your idol becomes your best friend,
0: that's super. Um, cool.
1: The, uh, the vibe of it, we were going for, say, Led Zeppelin three, mm. you know, hangman or gallows pole you know uh it's it's a it's a rock folk fusion uh you know rather like ballad of jane is is a rock country fusion um the this this one uh we got we got our folk on and and it sounds sounds like we're playing mandolins we're not it's actually just a 12 string guitar played high up the neck. but it's it's quite refreshing and and um it was, you know, a total contrast from, uh, the video for Cannonball and I did them in the same afternoon. Oh. So it was really important for me to, to, uh, come up with two completely wildly different concepts. And, and Cannonball is just like, you know, it's over the top. Uh, you know, and John would be proud with that. <laughs> uh, and, and Cannonball and, 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 and the other one, I just wanted it just to be simple, acoustic. I, I didn't want to wear anything fancy. I just wanted like an old pair of overalls and, 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 and a, a beat up hat. And, and I just felt comfortable singing and playing. And, and that was always the vibe I got when I was uh, recording it, that it was just just like that. And we are going to be, uh, when we do it live, we're going to you know bust out the acoustic guitars and just
0: slow things down for a, a little bit. Mm. Uh, and and that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. That's cool. Now the song "Let You Down" that came out in 2020. It's such a br- I mean, it really is. I want to say brilliant. It's like a haunting song. I could totally see this one in like a movie or a TV soundtrack. Is that going to be included as the in the album "Checkered Pass" or is that just like a one-off kind of song?
1: No, I mean that it's on the album. Um, it, it was the first one we recorded. Okay, and 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 that's why. Uh, it, it's been bouncing around and, and, you know, before we even moved on to the next song, we really felt that Let You Down had just turned out so good yeah. that we, we couldn't help ourselves. You know, we, we had to let it out, you know, put it out and, and and run it up the flagpole and see if anyone saluted it, which they did. It's, it's overwhelming. Um, it, it's a song that... Um, really takes us out of that whole 80s hair metal oh. vibe. It it, it it puts us on a completely different level and I, you know we we are that we are you know 80s you know i wouldn't say hair metal but you know we are product of that so you know i understand getting um lumped in with packages and 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 and, and stuff like that but um this is this is LA Guns mark 2 Mm. Uh, since the reunion, because Tracy and I, we had 15 years of estrangement. Um, So we had a lot of catching up to do, and we both matured a lot as people and as songwriters. And uh, that's very evident in in all three of these um, post-reunion records. Um, Missing Peace, Devil You Know, and, and and this one too. The the, the the progress, even in those three records, is is pretty amazing. But the just the uh, the, the level, we're so, you know, we're never going to write a song like Sex Action again. And and that's okay. It was great for for what it was when we did it. It's a lot of fun and it was appropriate. But you don't want to hear a sixty get sixty year old guy singing. Oh, baby, I'm a, I'm a sex gun lover in the
0: heat of the <laughs> night. <laughs> well, you still play the song live, though. I mean, but yeah, um, I see cool. where your point of is. Cool. It's hard to yeah, write those yeah. kind of songs. So Checkered Pass, that's the album title. You said it was a reference to your relationship with you and Tracy. So take me through this relationship, because I had Rachel Bolan from Skid Row on, and he told me that him and Sebastian Bach were never friends. They were just bandmates. Are you and Tracy? Yeah. Were you guys ever friends? Are you friends now? Or are you just to- is it totally um, professional?
1: Oh, no, no, no. We, when I first joined the band, um, I, him and I, we were just bosom buddies, the best friends, you know, you've ever had, the long-lost transatlantic friends. And, and he was just so sweet and he uh, uh, really, you know he like, changed my life, you, know, getting me over and, and uh, giving me the gig. Um, but you know, like, like most things, there's a honeymoon period. And and that didn't last very long at all, um, and and that's okay. Uh, we I was just we went from being you know great friends and then, you know like we both had quite um, we were on the same page with as far as the band was concerned, but you know like just the way we were going about it, you know he wanted to be at times you know I I really felt like he he you know I wanted to be Slayer or Motorhead and and mm. I was just like no i don't that's 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 not right for us and so you know we did um uh, our opinions um uh, did vary um and and uh we uh for the most part we we stayed friends but the thing was in, in you know in the in, in in the big days you know in the cotton and loaded in the you know uh multi platinum days there was a lot of outside pressure you know from Management and publicists Mm. and uh, even accountants, you know, just say, you know, we became not so much a band, but you know, they were looking for a a hit machine. You know, there was Poison, there was Cinderella, and and, you know, they they wanted us to 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 follow in the footsteps and and you know, get to that you know, like multi, Bon Jovi. You know, the Bon Jovi label signed us. The the label that signed Cinderella, um, PolyGram signed us. And and um, they signed us because they liked our edge, you know, they 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 like the rawness of it. And then it didn't take too long before they wanted to smooth it out and find a hit and you know write us a hit, write us a a, a power ballad, and, and that was all the thing at the time. And that drove a big wedge between mm. Tracy and I's Friendship. There's there's no doubt about it. And and uh, yeah, for a while there, because of that, we we actually hated each other. We we recorded like after hollywood vampires like a uh, vicious circle and, and and all of that stuff uh we were in separate uh same studio but strictly on separate times so that we wouldn't have to encounter each other It got that bad wow um, and and then you know like when we did get back together uh the first reunion um and we put um Waking the Dead together, which I thought was fucking great. It was just, I, I was so happy that we, you know, we, we'd found ourselves. Yeah. The record before that, um, Man and the Moon, it, 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 it's, it's a good record, but it, it's not really very, it's not typically L.A. Guns. Oh. And I really felt like um, Waking the Dead, we'd we got our, 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 our vibe, our groove back. And... Um, we were just getting ready to, to promote the record and, and, and it was coming out and we had a tour lined up with Alice Cooper. And Tracy bolted. He fucked off. He he he, he decided he wanted to be in a band with Nikki, Nikki Six and and, and, and uh, just focus on that and fuck us and fuck that record. It was it was the most astounding piece of selfishness I've ever encountered in my life. Um and and that was the uh the beginning and the cause of the 15
0: year estrangement and now wow. you've did you you worked through that or you guys just not even talk about that stuff
1: um, yeah no we we worked through it you know like it, it just as i said uh during that time those the, that year those years apart we both grew up a lot
0: mm.
1: and, and he wasn't he wasn't that little shit that that uh didn't give a flying fuck about us because he wanted to go off with Nikki six. And, and even Nikki six was saying, look, Trace, it's just a side project we've got going here. You know, don't, don't give up your band Yeah. and everyone's saying, look, Tracy, don't give up your band, you know, like step away and, and do this other thing. And we were all okay with that, but he was just so insistent on, on, on quitting. And, and, you know, with his final words, that like, i leave you guys to make wise decisions. It's like, fuck off. Um, but yeah, you know, um, Things are different now, things are better now. He, he we've both grown up a lot. That's water under the bridge. And and we're back to being friends and I really That's enjoy awesome. being in company and, and because we've had that, um, those highs and lows, it, it, we're real close because of that. You know, it's uh
0: hmm.
1: um It I'm, made the I'm relationship strong.
0: stronger, you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah That's awesome. And you know, it's the same thing with, with, with most um rock couples. Stephen Tyler and Joe Perry. They don't talk to each other. They have their roadies communicate. Um, you know, Mick and Keith had some had their their issues too. Um God knows, uh, Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend had had many bust ups. So it's 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 still part of the cause. It's normal. It's it's when you get two very strong characters, two strong personalities um in the same same boat same rowing boat there's going to be a bit of friction and, and we always made that friction work yes. uh, I, I, but you know it, it was just so impossible when he's walking away the I, I i was I, I didn't honestly think i'd ever work with him again but um you know times change and 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 you, you sort of it's just after i saw him after 15 years and it's like all right uh, and he was just a normal guy sitting in backstage at the uh venue in Vegas and he was it was just me and him and he was I was drinking a beer and he's got a sweet tooth so he was drinking a white Russian and Mm. he looked like a little boy sitting in the corner drinking a glass of milk (laughs) and I was like how how can I this guy has made my life so I've been so wound up How, how can look at him he's just he's just a kid drinking a glass of milk and it was just two of us we were just like a couple
0: of couple of boys, you know, being yeah. in the room together. And we worked it out. That's awesome. I love that. I love the story how, like, when you joined the band, the tryout was just you going on the mic and going, check one, check one. And he goes, yeah, that's good. You're hired. <laughs> that was yeah, your tryout. Up. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, yeah. He looked up and, and he grinned and, you know,
0: he was tuning his guitar. He goes, yeah, yeah, you'll do. You got the gig. <laughs> <laughs> True story. That's awesome. I love, you know, too, you have such an eye for talent. Um, not only talent, but I feel like you've had some so many great members of LA Guns. Like some of the, my favorite guests, like Adam Hamilton, Michael Grant, Kerry Kelly, uh, Ace Von Johnson, the current guitarist. How do you how do you pick talent? I mean, you, it seems like you have a, you're able to find people who have a good vibe. Yeah, um, well, you know, Adam,
1: the first guy you mentioned, has, has, has been a fantastic find. And Everybody totally loves him, well, by the
0: way. They love yeah, him. Absolutely. I interviewed him. I still get comments every couple of months. I love Adam so much. He's the nicest, sweetest, down-to-earth guy.
1: Uh, uh, he has no airs or graces. He's funny. Uh, he's, he's really talented. He's really good. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's you know, humble with it. Um, so uh, Adam has obviously been a bass player in, in LA Guns. He's actually the, the current drummer. Uh, or, or rather, he's the drummer. Studio. On, yeah, yeah. He he played all the drums. Right. On this one, um, and did a fantastic job. Uh, 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 Coogan couldn't do it. He didn't. He didn't have a setup. He didn't have a recording studio with with drums set up. A- Adam does. Yeah. And and because we were because he he's been involved um, in production,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and he was compiling all the files which we were recording remotely and. Sending it. he was like you know the the, the main uh, depot for the um, for the for the songs, and he had the drums all set up ready to go. So he just played them, and he did a great job. The drums are fantastic on it. I mean, he, he, Adam can do anything, but I think you know his his real forte is is drumming. He's he's really good.
0: Yeah, so then Shane is going to come back to, to tour because he's pretty busy with, isn't he doing the Kanye West thing? He's working, he's Kanye West, like private, so he's still going to be able to do that, uh, LA Guns too. He's Kanye's
1: personal engineer. Yeah. It, 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 Kanye won't go in the studio this you know, Shane's uh, driving. Um, and that's a great, great gig. But, you know, uh, he's, he's he's all right with it, you know, and Shane... Um, told him you know what, what was going on and he he, he he's offered his, his um his warehouse to rehearse him okay uh so you know like just it, that's cool you know because we're not taking shane's not going to do it for long he's just going to do these these shows uh till the end of the year uh next year you know we we start off we're doing the monsters of rock cruise mm. and then in the, in the summer we'll be starting a um a, 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 a full American tour going going everywhere. Um LA Guns, Tom Kiefer and Faster Pussycat. Ooh. At the Bill, which, that sounds yeah. awesome.
0: I'll definitely have yeah, that show. In,
1: yeah, yeah. Um so that that's in the pipeline and um we're getting the, the dates are, are coming in thick and fast. And uh yeah, things things are looking good. And hopefully we'll have have the drama sorted out. I mean you never know. Um Scotty might even come back.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, or do you have other people in mind? Or how do you find these? Because like I said, you're so good at finding talent. Do you have open tryouts ever, or do you just know people in the business?
1: No pretty much know people. Um, you know, that's Tracy's um forte because he just he just knows so many people mm. that uh yeah, he, he he's he's never short uh of somebody to uh come and help out. And uh you know, he, 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 found Adam, he found Shane. Uh, I have no doubt
0: he'll find the next drama. Yeah. That's awesome. So when you first came to LA, um, you felt like you had kind of died and gone to heaven, right? Like you felt like, cause in Europe, they weren't playing rock music at the time. So when you joined LA guns, you're like, Oh my God, it's LA, there's palm trees and there's rock music right. everywhere. Yeah.
1: They didn't not only not play rock, they hated rock. They, 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 they despised rock. The, the, the labels, were looking. All they wanted was Duran Duran. All they wanted was like Boy George and Culture Club, and you know they wanted like club bands. And 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 that that whole rock was really um, looked down upon and and considered passe. And um, none of the labels would touch it. There was you know a lot of good rock bands around at that time, and they just couldn't get any traction. Uh, I was in in a band with a guy called Bernie Torme, in right? Torme, yeah, and, and we were killing it. We were playing, you know, like we played like the Marquee. We played like three nights in a row and sell out every night. The place would be absolutely packed, jammed, and and the place would go ballistic. And and we couldn't get anyone from a label to even come down and, and, and check out a gig. You know, like as soon as they heard what it was, they're like oh no no no, we we, we pass on that. Uh, we've moved on you know and it it, huh. it it kind of reminds me of how how shitty the music business got when the, the the bubble burst for the for the 80s you know and everybody wanted like nirvana and and grunge and scruffy and you know that whole glam fun uh, sexy thing uh, was was considered utterly passé and and uh, nobody wanted to touch it it's it's, it's secular. It, it just You know, if you've been around, as long as I have, doing these things, um,
0: you see cycles. And uh, it is what it is, you know? Yeah, well, you mentioned Vicious Circle. Um, That's one of my, actually, favorite albums. I really love that album. Um, Would you guys ever do any more songs from that? It seems like you haven't played a song from that one for a few years. Would you add those to the set list?
1: Absolutely right. If it it, it fits, if it's... uh I love that record. Yeah. I really, really do. Me too. Um, it's just, the problem is we've got so many songs mm. and, and a limited amount of time. Sure. And, and, and doing, putting a new album, or in this case, three new albums in the part, um, it doesn't give us a lot of wiggle room. So obviously we, you know, we, an LA Guns show has to have the Ballad of Jane, Right. Have to have Sex Action, Never Enough, Electric Gypsy. Um, So, you know, there are certain songs that we just absolutely have to do. And then there's new stuff that we we're dying to do. Um, And, 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 and song, you know, when, when you record, it's it's, it's a a depressing fact that when you record an album, when we record an album that probably about 70% of it is never going to, be played live it's, it's never gonna see yeah. the light of day in, in 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 a venue so you have to be very you know you have to pick uh very carefully which ones you're gonna do and we pick the ones from this record and you know this we're gonna we still carry on doing speed you know songs that you know from since the reunion now you know like like something like from uh missing peace or devil you know probably only have one song each um, from both of those records, because the time constraint,
0: mm. and it's especially
1: going to be tricky because you know like when we're going out with Tom, um, we, we it's a co-headline thing, and and oh. and you know we're playing sixty minutes, but that that is just such a short amount of time, yeah. Um, for for a band with 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 the kind of uh, discographies that 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 we have, uh, and 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 frustrating as hell. Tracy came up with an idea. He goes, look, I like, what. why don't we do a set? We do two sets a night, eight songs, classic, you know, your old last century LA guns, and then eight songs, like new stuff that we want to do. Hmm. Um, and I think it's a great idea. And, and, and you know, I, I'm not against doing it, but I don't want to do it right away. I don't want to do it after not doing any shows for almost two years. You know, I want to just come back out and do it traditionally, I, I, now's not the time to reinvent the wheel, but certainly something to consider and, and come back to. I think it's a good idea.
0: Yeah. I like when you bring in the old songs that you haven't done in a while too. I think one of the last shows you guys did before the pandemic, you played 17 crash and uh, give a little, two of my favorite songs. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. when you mix it. It's gotta be fun for you guys too, to play something different.
1: Well, it, you know, the plan was we were going to do the entire Cockton Loaded record in, in, in 2021 uh-huh. and, 19, and 2020. Uh, that was, you know, we were all set and ready to do that, you know, take that uh, on the road and, and just play Cockton Loaded in its entirety. Um, but obviously plans changed. But we did manage to do a live stream of it, which is floating around somewhere. Um, and, and that turned out great. And yeah, it was really fun. Playing those old songs again, digging them out, Um, and and you know, like it, it's been so long since we did them, that you know I mean, it had a certain new freshness.
0: Yeah, no, it's very cool. Well, I know you got to get out of here. I have one last question. I was always curious about this. When when LA Guns first kind of broke up, you took a hiatus and you went. Tell me about this. You worked at Fox Sports as an editor. Yeah, that sounds like such a. Yeah. Those are kind of a hard job to do. The it's very monotonous, right? But you loved it. You were really happy doing this and it's weird to me that you, cause you, people that usually love music, like they can't be away from it for very long, but you were like kind of happy having a break.
1: I was so relieved to be honest with you, you know, like uh, huh. even, you know, the very, very end I left, I left LA guns around 92 and I just left in disgust. Huh. I left, you know, I was disgusted with, with, with the, with the business. Uh, I, I was, you know, disappointed in my bandmates and, I just really felt like I'd done, done my, my, uh, paid my dues. And I, at that time I, you know, I had a kid, I was like raising a daughter and, um, and there, there was, it, it was like, like, as I said, everyone was looking for grunge Everyone's looking for Nirvana, Alice in Chains. So, you know, something of a pariah. Um, so I just got on with it. I, I, I took a a course in, in this new, um, uh, new app that had been put together uh called Pro Tools. Mm. Nobody had heard of it before. Right. So I, I, I did a I did like a four week night course and I learned everything about uh Pro Tools and recording and, and uh uh just, just what it can do and and uh I I just put a resume out I lied through my teeth saying that you know I worked at <laughs> the BBC and I was an, an recording engineer, and um, I, I, I got my foot in the door. They gave me a job. They gave me like a, a, a tape op kind of a guy, and, and I was the only one that really knew how to work Pro Tools at that time. Mm. Um, so, and, and it didn't take long uh, for me to befriend my colleagues, and most of whom were ex musicians that had taken the same route as me. That's interesting, and, and, and it didn't take long before. They figured out who I was um, and, and had a fucking good laugh about it because I didn't say it, I didn't obviously, you know, in that, I couldn't put like, yeah, I'm an ex-rock star um, in, my, in, in my resume. Um, but it didn't take long to find out. Um, one day I was at work on Friday and I was still doing like, you know, weekend gigs. And my drummer at the time said that he'd put a flyer together for a show that we were going to be doing in a couple of weeks. Uh, and he was going to fax it over to me. I said, "Well, fax it at work," and and he 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 spaced it. He forgot, and the the day ended, and I went home. Uh, and then and then when I came back on Monday, it, there were about six studios, and and it's post production, so they all had huge uh, TV screens in them, and every screen had the most glammed picture. I'm wearing like blue eyeshadow, oh, pink, thick, you know, big teased hair. It was in every studio in it, 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 the whole facility and they were pissing themselves. They were having such a lot. And it was like, Oh shit. shit. <laughs> the work, I, I, I got caught out, but they were lovely guys and boys. They just, it was just one promotion after another. And it didn't take long before I had my own studio and I was all set up and making good money too, making mm. really, really good money. And then I, you know, like four or five years go by and then I got a call from Mick grips. Mm-hmm. saying that you know Cleopatra Records, Brian over at Cleopatra uh, wanted to put the band back together. He was offering us a budget to re-record the first couple of albums and we could do some shows and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I did it reluctantly because I, I, I really thought that, that, that music was, uh, oh. that that chapter was closed. But that's an old saying, you know, it's an old country western saying, you, said, you don't give up the road, the road gives up you. And I guess the road just wasn't ready to give me up and huh. And, and 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 that 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 was um that was in year two thousand when I came back and I, I stopped working at Fox and and I've been
0: uh, working in and and making a living in music ever since. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you're back. Checkered Pass, great new album. Um, I like to end each episode with a charity. Is there one that you've worked with that you want to just give a quick mention to here at the end?
1: Uh, yeah. You know, um, I, I'm a big cat
0: person. People know that. Oh, um, me too.
1: I, I love, Although I live in, in Vegas, there's a, there's a fantastic organization in L.A. called Kitten Rescue. Um, they just do a fantastic job. And I, I put three cats and two of them uh, I, I adopted uh, from Kitten Rescue. And, oh. and, and they're good people. They, 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 they have a cat sanctuary. It's not oh, like these great. cats are in cages. Um, so if uh, give a shout out definitely to them
0: okay well thanks so much I'll put everything in the notes and uh, people need to get out the, uh, go out and get this new album that's right okay I have gotta go I'll get right. somebody on the line okay see, see you yeah. later Phil bye. bye once again the new LA Guns album Checkered Past uh, definitely check it out listen love the song Cannonball especially just great stuff from those guys get the new album follow them on social media to keep up with tour dates and everything else that's going on with the band and that's how you can support LA Guns. Uh, if you want to support my little show here, uh, there's a variety of things you can do. First off, subscribe to the show on YouTube or wherever you listen, follow me on social media and your comments, likes, and shares on social media and YouTube, that, help out, that helps out a lot. And uh, check out some of my old episodes. Uh, I've interviewed a few other members or past members of LA Guns, including Adam Hamilton and the current rhythm guitar player, Ace Von Johnson. And finally, if you have a couple extra minutes, if you can write me a review on Apple Podcasts, that helps more people find the show, and then we grow as a show, and then I can get bigger guests. I'd love to have Tracy Guns on next. That would be a lot of fun. So thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day, and remember, shoot for the moon.